Come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get aesthetic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie and welcome to, oh no, no, no. Bon Beanie, thank you for joining us on another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And that was a Tenosaurus Similis in the video there. Yes, it was. It was, that iguana. Sorry, we, we are excited. Hello, thank you for joining us on this podcast, which is a lot of podcasts. We've done a lot of podcasts. Did you know that? I think it's like 131. Maybe something like that. I don't is know. Is that what is that what you put on the thumbnail? I don't know if the second number is a three, but it's a something. One and one are the first and the it's third. It's definitely numbers. a three because I remember a two and a nine. There you go. I don't remember a three and a zero, but if I'm pretty sure it's a one thirty-one. Okay, that's a lot of episodes. That's like one hundred and thirty-one hours. Really, more than that. Because Matt talks of, longer. Of listening to me talk mostly to me talking. Yes, that's pretty much what this is. <laughs> My headpiece keeps getting messed up. If you are just listening, uh, you should definitely go and check out the YouTube version of this podcast so that you can see the beautiful Kimbra in full elf garb. She's wearing the ears. She's got the circlet. Uh, she's she's quite lovely. I mean, she's always very lovely, but she's extra lovely tonight with her elf garb. Getting ready for us to travel to the Renaissance Fair, the Bay Area Renaissance Festival tomorrow, so that we can go back in time and a little bit into the fantasy world. And um, one of these days, I'll have like yeah. more clothing. That that, sound. that sounded. And she's also naked. So come over to YouTube and check out Kimbra. No, she's not actually. No, naked. I mean like she is naked under her clothing. Like. But aren't we all like really? elf clothes? Because I'm just gonna wear clothes and <laughs> Joe Flanagan's in the. We got everybody here tonight. Sorry. Is there even a point of me talking? Go ahead. No, no, uh, no. No, I'll no. be quiet. No, Awkward I'm done. Silence. I'm done. Go ahead. We're done. <laughs> this is the Matt podcast. Matt has had a little bit of tequila tonight. Oh, and, now um, he admits it. And <laughs> a little bit. I said a little bit. You want some water? No, I'm good. I'm I'm ready to rock and roll. Oh my god. We have a fun podcast for you tonight. We're gonna be talking about things that people don't always know about that you can do on a cruise. That's a lot of fun. So, and if you are in the YouTube chat during this podcast, we are gonna be trying to watch that chat. See if uh if you guys come up with anything we didn't think of, because there's a good chance that you will, because you know, lots of minds are better than than two, as they say. Yes. <laughs> you reading kevin's comment the, yes kevin is saying he taught a whole room of college students how to not get bitten by alligators the man has the gift of gab that's right yeah that's right i did that i did that i i that's something that i do is i teach people about alligators and that and how you can stay safe from them and my real goal is how to keep them safe from you but the rules are the same for both parties so it works out well all right. What are we going to talk about tonight before we get into our main topic? Well, we could talk about something that's happening in uh, less than a year. We don't have the count, do we? Um, well, my phone's in the other room, so. Hold, please. I will bring that right up, and we'll see when the group cruise is going to be. What is our countdown to the group cruise? 351 days that is one day under a year kimbra one day under a year and we no, will be going not. how many days are in a year matt 365 sorry i got confused with 52 weeks in a year and <laughs> like i said tequila folks the real stuff 100 blue agave goodness. anyway that's what one and uh six what is that 17? i'm not really sure 15, where you're 15 going 15 days 
15 days less than a year. 14. 14. No, that'd be 364 days. 365 days. Yes. Minus 14 is 314 days less than a year. <laughs> until... So that would be 50 weeks. Yes. Because there's 52 weeks. There in you year. go. Hello. So the fantastic cruising Listen group cruise, I'm talking. Sorry. <laughs> is March 12, 2023, going out of Tampa on the Carnival Pride to Grand Cayman, Roatan, Belize, and Cozumel. Please join us. Fantastic. Fantastic. Look, now I can't even talk. See what fantastic I'm doing? Fantastic travel at gmail.com. Oh, Matthew. <laughs> Yes, so please join us on that cruise. It'll be a lot of fun. You'll get to see me. Maybe I'll have some tequila. <laughs> I'll he's definitely not, have some, some Red Frog Ale. He's though. not allowed to get the drink package. What? I don't need the drink package. I have to be uh, sober enough to, to do my snorkeling and scuba diving. So, no. Tomorrow we're going to the Renaissance Fair. We're all good. I am not a mathematician. I, I that is That is very true. Okay, so anyway, anything else we need to cover before we get into our, our main topic here? Um, mm, this is my thinking look. For those of you listening to the audio version, this is not very effective, but something just boomed upstairs. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Is there something that I'm supposed to be thinking? No, of? I've got I've got no agenda. Oh, okay. I'm just asking. I no. no. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive right into it then. Okay. Okay. So what are we talking about, Kimbra? Things that you might not know that you can do on a cruise. Things that you might know not know about. So uh I and look, uh there's cruising is fun. Okay, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know that. Maybe you're listening because you've never cruised and you want to learn about cruising and you're like, hmm, let's choose this podcast to listen to. Well, welcome, Bon Beanie. And, uh, and, and there are uh, so many cool, fun things Your you can do on a cruise. Your hat is so crooked. It, it is very crooked. Don't, why did you tell me that? Now I can't you focus. You did it backwards. I know, because it's the camera. I right? know. Okay, there we go. Is that better? But we're going to focus on things that people don't necessarily know or think about that you can do on a cruise that can be a lot of fun. I won't say, I won't go as far as say secret things. They're not like secrets, but in a sense, they are secret to well, a lot of people. Some of them are things that you have to look for or be That's invited true. to. That is true. That is true. Absolutely. All right. You want to kick us off with one of these things on the list? I'm going to start with um, Dan says that elf looks like Kimbra. That elf is Kimbra. Are you a high elf, a wood elf? What kind of elf are you? I'm a half elf. A half elf. Okay. All right. Whatever. No, I'm I'm a hmm. Maybe I'm a an aquatic elf. Oh, an aquatic elf. That would make sense. Yeah. If you're with me, that would make sense. I was gonna make an aquatic elf character when we were planning our game, but I went with a uh, dragonborn. We should probably get back to the okay. <laughs> What what would you like to talk about first on our list? Um, let's talk about let's talk about this one. Spa? Yeah, let's talk about the spa. Let's talk about it. So of course you all know that there's a spa on the ship. But you can usually go on the first day. Is it only, it's usually only on the first day, it's right? It's just on the first day. Yeah. And it's usually in the first like um, little while while you get on the ship. Yeah. So you can go and ask for a spa tour and they'll like show you all the things. Um, this is, I think this is this last one that we did was my second spa tour. But what you said usually happens. I've never experienced. Yeah, and and the spa tour that we had on our cruise, which was a different kind of cruise, was was fine, but it wasn't really all the bells and whistles. So normally you go to a spa tour. There is a little a bit of pressure for you to buy stuff, but it's not that much. And I always say no, pretty much because I don't want to pay for their spa packages. 
But what they will do is they will show you the amenities. And well, the one thing I was tempted by um, was to have access to like the, the thermal suite and stuff like that with the heated chairs mm-hmm. and the, the philosophy therapy pool, you know, I can't say that word and, and all that sort of thing. But um, what they didn't do, but they normally do is they will give you a little, a little sample massage, uh, which is very, very nice. It's very nice. And, and basically just kind of show you a part of the ship that you may or may not be that familiar with. They will offer you some deals during this time, but keep in mind that all things are relative and these deals are relative to the pricing that you get through cruise line spa packages, which is not really cheap compared to, I think, regular spa treatments. I, I'm not like a person that goes to the spa, so I don't know that for sure. But my understanding is that the, the things you pay for, like massages and different things, treatments and stuff on a cruise ship are more pricey than you would get on land. Uh, however... You know, if you do want to do something on the cruise, this may be an opportunity for you to save a little money. Yeah. So I I would say that like on our last cruise, when we did that that spa tour, um, if it was longer than a three night cruise, I definitely would have done like the the thermal suite stuff. Thermal suites are a lot of fun, but. Um, I think we've talked about this recently. You know, it, it depends on why you're cruising. So, like, if we're going on a group cruise, we're probably not going to book the spa package because we're going to be hanging out with our people, you know? Like, we're not going to be in the spa. But if it was just the two of us for a little romantic cruise, then that's perfect because you can just hang out in the spa away from the crowd, especially if it's a crowded cruise. Get away from all the crowd because they only allow so many people to do it. And it's a really nice kind of relaxing, intimate cruise. Very nice. This is a very, very nice. But even if no matter what cruise you're going on, head up to the spa on that first day before, you know, before like sail away and all that stuff. And you will get a spa tour. Yeah. It's quite nice. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with art because I am who I am. And those that know me know I'm an art dude. And so, um, look, this is going to be a little dependent on the ship on which you are sailing, but I will tell you that there is some amazing art and I'm not talking about the art gallery, art gallery. We, that's a whole other conversation we can have. Uh, and I've seen good art in there and some art that I don't really care if I see it all in there, but I'm talking about the art within the ship. Like when we were on this last ship that we were sailing on, there was some really cool, amazing art, like the picture of the thumbnail. If you're watching this on YouTube of the, the Photoshop giraffes doing the laundry. Uh, But there was some really cool kind of eclectic, really interesting art. And so when you go on a cruise, do a little bit of research and see if they've got like some cool art. If you're an art nerd like me, um, you know, it might be something worth doing your own private little art tour. Maybe also, even if you're not an art nerd like Matt, because I am not, and I really enjoyed the art on you our might last become cruise. An art nerd, you know, I mean, I mean, you're in a relationship with me. You've got to be a little bit arty. I didn't say I didn't. Otherwise you're going to think I'm like weird. You are weird. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. Coming from the person wearing elf ears. <laughs> Joe Flanagan's in there. What? Matt? An art dude? Hashtag art nerd. Yes. I like the art. Okay. I go, I like the art. Um, yeah. So there, there was some on the, the, um, what ship were we just on? The Rotterdam. Of Holland America. And there was some really cool art on that ship and not every ship has cool art. Okay. So just be aware of that, but, but you might have cool art on your ship. There are a lot of ships that have a lot of uh, neat artwork on there and you may need to seek it out because we wouldn't have seen all the stuff that we saw had we not seeked, seeked it out, sought, sought, it out. sought it out because it was in basically we had to take the elevators up and down and stop at every floor in the front in the mid and the aft elevators. And there was some cool stuff there, man. That's all I'm saying. Meg's an art nerd. See? All right. What, what do you want to hit on next? Um, the next one on the list. The? 
the tea time. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. I finally had an opportunity to experience. I have uh, heard about tea time for quite a while, but I had never experienced tea time. And I'd looked for it and never found it. And I was upset. And then, and then we went on uh, the Scarlet Lady. And I was like, oh, look, there's tea. Well, but it wasn't. With the one exception of the Scarlet Lady, tea time is usually included in your cruise fare. Or you can go on Scarlet Lady and they'll charge you an arm and a leg for tea, which is, anyway, I, w- I won't go down that path. But, um, but normally... Tea time isn't on every ship, but it's on a lot of ships. It's I've seen I've done it on Royal, I've done it on Carnival. I'm pretty sure Norwegian offers it. Princess de- definitely offers it. Holland America offers it. Uh, it may vary a little bit, but it's usually included. And if you if you like a little pinky up tea with some good cucumber sandwiches, although we didn't have any, we didn't have sandwiches. cucumber sandwiches, but it was still very delicious. And it was just it was just a nice experience. You know, yeah, you really feel enjoyed it. cultured or something. Yeah. I don't know. The best little fruit tart I have ever, ever had. It was so good. I still dream about that fruit tart. Yeah. 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 I need you to figure out how to get some of those to me. I will tell you this too. Um, one of the things that we always encourage people to do when you're on a cruise is be adventurous. Try new things. Try different stuff. And tea time is one of those times when you can try different stuff. You would have never known that you like fruit tarts. That's true. Yeah. I also enjoyed the tea. Yeah, which is weird because you don't like tea. I don't like tea. So there you go. I mean, it had a lot, a lot of cream in it. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I was drinking milk with a sprinkle of tea. There you go. But what, You know, whatever. To each their own, right? So it's all good. All right, so I'm just going to keep going down our list here in the order that it happens to land. And I'm going to say... Joe said, I need a December. I don't know what that means. What? You need a December. I don't know what that means either. Joe. Tell me what that means. Tell us what that means. (laughs) Also, we miss you guys. We're going to see you again. Anyway, um, yes. So the next thing on the list is flying fish and boobies. Yes. Things to look for on a cruise. Matthew. What? Not in front of Flying fish and boobies. Look, here's the thing. Um, You know, if you are watching or listening to this podcast, probably at least both uh, or at least one. I don't know what I I don't know. uh, Cruise creatures is a thing that we enjoy. And so there are cruise creatures that you can see obviously in ports, but there are cruise creatures to be seen while you're at sea and those are mainly flying fish and a few pelagic birds like boobies that you can see so the thing is if you don't take the time to look for these creatures you will not see them but if you do look for them there's a good chance that you will. And flying fish are freaking cool, man. I finally saw some. Yeah. But it was like so fast until, and then I like, yeah. Basically, I looked at Matt and said, I think I just saw flying fish for the first time, but then they were gone and they never came back. So that's what happened. (laughs) Let me just clarify. Kimbra designed our background. (laughs) Yes, I'm the artsy one, but Kimber's artsy too. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, so so take some time, and here's the thing: here, if you want, oh. if you want to see, uh, if you want to see flying fish, oh. if you want to see boobies, um, the kind we're talking about, the bird kind, the avies kind. Uh, what you want to do is take a little time to go to one of those open decks where you can look in the water. I recommend going towards the bow of the ship front of the ship and just yeah it's going to take some patience probably uh and just watching chilling out feeling that breeze in your hair if you have if you're lucky enough to have that and and you're you might see flying fish you might see some birds uh it's probably going to be boobies if you see birds but it could be there are a few other species you could see but yeah if you don't know to look for that you will not see it so there you go. So, Joe clarified. Yes, I need a December. 
December is his daughter, a pastry chef. I need a December. Oh. His okay. daughter is December. Oh, his daughter's name is December. Yes. Pastry chef, yes. And she's a pastry pastry chef. Okay. And I like fruit tarts. Ah. Okay. So I need a December. To make you pastry. To make, to make me you fruit, fruit tarts. tarts. Absolutely. I you agree. caught up? Yes, I'm I think so. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Count says they serve flying fish sandwiches in Barbados. The whole island is totally into it. That's interesting. I don't think I want that. Do they I mean, do they just like fly off the plate? <laughs> and uh and traveling with special abilities, yes, definitely don't blink or you miss the wildlife. That's right. So don't miss the wildlife. Look, you are cruising in the Caribbean. I mean, there's other places you could cruise, but this podcast is usually focused on the Caribbean because that's where we like to cruise. That's where we have cruised. There's a lot of wildlife there. Uh, don't blink or you will miss it. You can not see wildlife at home. Take advantage of where you are. Enjoy the wildlife. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. What's next? Um, next is, um, let's do the second from the bottom. This one? Yeah. Breakfast or brunch in the MDR or sometimes lunch even. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. So the buffet is not your only option or like your guys burgers and blue iguana. The other option is to go to the MDR because they're usually there for breakfast and brunch and on some cruise lines, even lunch. And so here's the thing, especially on a sea day, you can do the brunch usually on sea days, but normally my experience on a cruise is if I'm looking for breakfast, looking for lunch, you know, it's the hustle, it's the bustle, it's going to the buffet, it's going to the guy's burgers, which, Hey, I love all that, but maybe you want to have a little more of a relaxing time. You want to kind of chill a little bit and you can go to the MDR for breakfast or brunch on certain occasions. Just, you know, look at your little itinerary to see on your particular cruise, which that's going to be and have more of that sit down experience where you get to order kind of like the, the main dining room at dinner time. And, um, and it's just, it's a little more relaxed, a little more low key. You're going to get a little bit different menu and it's, it's a good experience, especially if you're on like a seven or eight night cruise. You want to shake it up a little bit because I love, I can eat at the MER every night and be happy with that because I love the service I get on the cruises. I love the food that I get on the cruises. Um, lunch, you know, is fine. Uh, I love going to Guy's Burgers if I'm on a carnival ship or the, or the tacos. But for breakfast, the buffet might get a little much. So going to brunch or breakfast in the MDR could be nice and even shaking it up a little bit for lunch. I nice. like going to the MDR for breakfast because that's where I can get my eggs Benedict. There you go. Eggs Benedict. Yeah. You can sometimes get it on the buffet, but it's like cold usually. Like it's just not, it's not fresh. Sean is saying that we need to go to Australia, I think. Okay. Yeah. I agree, Sean. Uh, again, you know, I've been, I've, I did. You're going to find out when we do the cruise creature, I've been doing some research about Australia specifically. And um, yeah, I really want to go to Australia even more now, but yeah, blue iguana. And of course, if you're lucky enough to be on a ship with Shaq's big chicken, <laughs> come on. Oh, Shaq. Big chicken. Mm. Uh, all right. What are we going to do next? Let's do, I'm just going to keep going in line here of what we have them listed as. And I'm going to say this is going to be a little bit dependent on the ship that you're on, the cruise line that you're on. But another cool thing that you can do that's normally normally included, although on some ships there may be an extra fee for this, is to do some arts and crafts. Now, if you're, if you're doing more of the crafty side of things, it's probably included. But you might be able to do something like Kimber and I did, which is sort of like that painting with a twist type of deal where they're teaching you how to paint. You make this beautiful acrylic painting. And if, if you're like us, that's like a lot of fun to paint, express your creativity, have some fun doing it. 
what they were going to charge, they would charge like 20 bucks or something like that. Um, I the, think they said it was 25, 25 bucks. But if you did two, it was 40, it was 40. Um, I mean, this is different strokes for different folks, yeah. but if you're a person that likes your strokes in the form of paint strokes, this is a lot of fun. And you know, it's just a good, unique experience that not everybody is going to be aware of. And some of these things we're talking about are things that you want to look for immediately when you get on the ship, because like the painting thing, there's a good chance that's going to sell out. So you want to definitely look for those things and kind of pre-plan what you're going to do. Like as soon as you get on the ship, chop, chop and figure it out. So you don't miss out on some of this cool yeah. stuff. Well, the, another thing is like when we were on the horizon with your mom, we did the Michael's craft thing every mm -hmm. day. And that's something you want to show up to also because first come first serve. Yeah. Right? Once they run yeah. out of the pieces, there's no more pieces and like we did we did like a door hanging thing mm -hmm. um we did like a little scrapbooky thing um and they were pretty cool little things now if you're like me and you just like doing creative stuff for the sake of doing creative stuff it's also a cool opportunity to be like you know oh hey you showed up late you didn't get this kit here take mine have fun but yeah it's it's really cool it's a fun environment and it kind of it also kind of puts you with your people, you know, like I feel like the people that listen slash watch this podcast are probably after 131 episodes, most of them are like our people and they're like a little bit more of the creative weirdo types and we celebrate that. And so you're going to find those, those people are probably going to be going to these arts and crafts things on the ship. So if you're looking for your people, that's where they're going to be. I think, right? Like, yeah. That makes sense, right? They're not going to be at the sports bar, probably. I mean, probably I not. Mean, they might be. Like, I might be there if there's a Miami Dolphins game going on. But most of the time, I'm not going to be anywhere near that. So, um, yeah. What's next? Next. Um, next, I'm going to say uh, thank you, Rob, for that super chat. Oh, um, thank you, Rob. Next. Cheers. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just go down the next deck. Okay. I mean, <laughs> the next one on the list. Which is Hidden Decks. That's why she's... <laughs> Which is Hidden Decks. Hidden Humor, too. <laughs> You'd think I was Watch the one out, drinking. Right? But I've had like two Good tiny Good thing you sips. haven't been drinking. I know. I've only had... You've had plenty. Let's see. You're going to gonna. Four, you're gonna I think count. six ounces of tequila and whatever's in this beer. Only six? No, That's no, no. Not. You've had you've had like twelve. Twelve? Is there you, that much tequila in there? You said there were four. Oh yeah, that's eight, nine, ten. Ten. Ten ounces of tequila. I only had two in the no, I had four. You said there were right. four in the first and four then there were four in each margarita. 12. twelve ounces of tequila and whatever's in this beer. There's no tequila in this beer, just so you know. But check it out. This is a good if you like beer, Pirates Republic and Nassau, go to the brewery. We're not paid to say that. We just like them. Anyway, um, hidden decks. So sometimes there's like hidden decks. Decks that are hidden away that you might not know about. <laughs> you know, a boatload is an actual measurement buttload. of wine. A buttload is a an buttload. actual measurement of wine, according to our friend Joe. <laughs> so there you go. Um hidden decks go find a deck where there's no people never had tequila i don't know it's an australian do they not have tequila in australia i, <laughs> I don't know i just feel like really giving sean a hard time tonight. i don't know why i love you sean i do from the heart but i don't know why i just feel like he hasn't really... said that to me tonight so lucky you you're not australian you can still love me from the heart. I do love you from the heart. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Tony Dial says Princess Zelda. No, I'm an elf. Zelda's elfish. I, I guess. Elfish. I'm Not just, selfish, elfish. I'm just a regular elf. <laughs> Not Any, <a> anywho. <laughs> wow. Where were we at? Hidden decks. Talk about those hidden decks. They're hidden. Go find them. <laughs> 
Um, no, but it's a good place to go. Um, there's a lot, sometimes a lot of, sometimes a lot of, that's not what I mean at all. Um, you know, on some of the lower floors, even on higher floors or decks or whatever, there's like the side decks where some people don't really hang out a whole lot. Um, it's a nice quiet place to hang out, except that one time when we went out to try and be quiet in a quiet area and like read and stuff. And then that family came out and like started sitting and shouting like right next to us. And I'm like, it was quiet until you guys decided that it was necessary to talk very loudly right next to us. <laughs> Tony Dial's <laughs> magicians have hidden decks. Uh, uh, look, if, if you are going on a ship, look it up, like do a YouTube search for hidden decks on the ship that you're sailing. There's probably some on there. Not every ship has hidden decks, but a lot of them do. It's a quest. Okay. Again, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably got a little bit of nerd in you. And so it's a quest. It's something to go and seek and find. And it's a lot of fun. And you might get like a unique view or, or you're going or to like offend that. all of the non-nerds that listen to us. You know what? I don't care <laughs> because I spent my whole life as a nerd having people who are not nerds trying to offend me. I have no compassion for non-nerds that are offended. None. Zero zilch if you're a geek you're a nerd you're our people if you're not you can either accept us or get over it i don't i could care less wow That's i apparently I hit something <laughs> you hit a nerd okay what's next <laughs> i didn't really go into that hidden decks thing very well i mean i did there no i mean i think we covered of. it yeah i mean it's 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 pretty simple it's pretty basic hidden decks are there like I said, there's a lot of cool YouTube videos out there. Uh, if you search hidden decks, blah, 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 ship, you're probably going to find videos that show you exactly how to find them. Dorks are okay, too, unless you're talking about the whale kind. <laughs> Which I guess are also okay, but probably yeah, don't listen to that? us. I doubt whale dorks listen to us. No, they don't have like a, a hearing system. <laughs> a hearing system? Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't hear with my dork. Anyway, uh, yes, that is where that came from. And oh, uh, anyway, uh, sun, sunrise and sunset. Look, I think this is something that people take for granted. You may hit on a sunset when you're leaving a port. But I feel like a lot of people don't think about the fact that you have, you have, um, an opportunity to see one of the most magnificent sunrises and sunsets every single flipping day on your cruise. If you are willing to get up early enough or stay up late enough and just go to the right point of the ship, uh, you can see an amazing sunset every day on your cruise. And this is an opportunity that not all of us have in life. So don't, forget about the sunrises and the sunsets. It's a really cool thing you can do. Yeah. You know what? One of my favorite things is to be on the aft of the ship um, and see like, like the wake at the end at the back and then the sunset in the background. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen the pictures of people that are wise enough to take them taken of sunsets I mean, and sunrises i've had taken those pictures before yeah. and, the, and the good thing is you can take either one and tell us it's whatever you want <laughs> we won't really know the difference because we don't know which way you're facing it's true. so you know you know um yeah and if you have if you have a balcony it makes it even easier because you don't have to go very far as long know? as you're on the correct side you don't have to put on clothes if you're, that's true you have to be on the correct size for that to happen but um yeah, I mean, Stacy, you're never up early enough for the sunrise, but you can check out the sunset and you can and you can you know take advantage of that. So there you go. There you go, Kimba, Kimbra, Kimbra Wise. This is a, a, a Kimbra wheat, is wise. Wheat, by the way, Joe, I'm drinking. It is a Pirate Republic. Why am I company, wise? Nassau Bahamas Golden Haze of Piracy. Jolly Belgian wheat, good. That's weird. Do you see notice it says that? What? Golden gold and it says haze. jolly good. It says oh, it does. It says gold and haze, not yeah. golden haze. I know. 
gold and haze of piracy. Jolly Belgian wheat good. Wit. wit. I think it's just Belgian wit. It's jolly good. Jolly good. It's jolly good. Why is Kimber wise? You're because you're wise. Oh, I mean, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. What's next? You're up. I'm up. Yeah. Um, let's go to the next deck. This one, top one. I'm just I just figured I said next deck last time, so I'll just stick with next deck. What is deck. that? I don't even know what that room service. What is that about? You know. wrote it. I wrote that. Oh, room service. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Or should I? I mean, not? you can get room service. I'm going to undo that. I'm going to let you do this one. Well, I've never done what, half of that. But you have done half of it. I have done. <laughs> <laughs> so that what's, would... the, what's the line in Lord of the Rings where he's like half of the people? Like, anyway. Yes. <laughs> um. So the next one is the galley tour. Um, we also put the mixology class on there. I know they're like two different things, but they're things. But they're so but we, they're related, right? They're in the same of. sphere I mean, of, but, of but behind also the kind scenes. Of, yeah, sort of. So kinda. the galley tour, you can just go sign up for, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. But yes. the mixology class, you have to be invited to. Yes, you have to like you have to drink enough at that bar, get to know the bartenders. I mean, I would bet that if you are on, I don't know how this works. I, honestly, I don't know if this is a thing other outside of Carnival, but who cares? Because Carnival rocks. So if you're if you have a ship with the Alchemy Bar and you like go up to the bartenders, you're like, hey, do you got that mixology thing going on? I bet they're gonna hook you up. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're there drinking all the time, they're probably gonna be like. Do you want to go to the mixology class? Uh, but Behind were, the fun. That's the other one that we were talking about. If you're about. seeking it out, I bet you can find it at the probably at the Alchemy Bar. Yes. On carnivals. This is carnival, possibly carnival specific, which, hey, look, uh, in the last year, I've come to accept the fact that I think carnival is the best cruise line. Sorry. I just do. Because yeah, I mean, there's just we, so many reasons why. Guys, burgers. We've we've tacos, been on five cruises in the last Alchemy Bar. Seven months. I mean, don't even and Big Chicken doesn't even make it fair. Four different cruise lines. Yeah. I love Carnival. I'm a Carnival guy. I didn't know that. Two years ago, Cruise Geeks era, Matt. I didn't know that. I thought I was a Royal Caribbean guy. I'm not. I'm a Carnival guy. I'm just I'm just a Carnival guy. Anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know. I, um, the galley tour. Meg said the behind the fun tour. That's the one that we were trying to think of earlier. And then we didn't look it up to find the name of it. Because we knew you'd know it, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Meg. Um, yeah. So all those different things that you can get a little extra from your cruise. Yeah. Uh, Dan's got me covered here. I like less than half of you half as well as you deserve. Yes. There you go. I love that line. Anyway, uh, no, it's not that I don't like. Look, I need to give. This is cruising on the high seas. Matt, you don't like NCL. No, I would never say that. I have only sailed one Norwegian. And so, and I love, and I enjoyed it immensely. Um, I do not have the experience to, to deem how much I love or, like NCL, I can tell you that the experience, the one experience I had on an older NCL ship was a very positive, um, but they don't have Guy's Burger and they don't have Blue Iguana Tacos and they definitely don't have Big Chicken. So mm. I don't know how well they're going to fare, but, um, well, but you I, know I, what? Need, I need to sell more NCL before I can give you that assessment. But here's the thing. How, how well did you like the Rotterdam? The Rotterdam was a magnificent ship. It didn't have those things. It didn't. I, I And the Rotterdam was splendid. It was wonderful. It was a beautiful... The Rotterdam is a beautiful ship. It is a... Rom I would call it a romantic ship. I would call it an intimate ship. Um, I would definitely sail the Rotterdam in a heartbeat. I would sail that ship again. But... I would sail on the Mardi Gras or the horizon over it like that. Yeah. I don't know about the panorama. Maybe the panorama, maybe even the Vista. Uh, 
maybe even the pride because as much as I thought that the Rotterdam was a beautiful, gorgeous ship, amazing food, wonderful service, it didn't have a guy's burger. It didn't have a blue iguana. And at the end of the day, those things are more important to me, I think. What if it didn't I, have an alchemy bar. What if I said, Matt, I really want to go on the Rotterdam? Then we would go on the Rotterdam. Okay. I Look, <laughs> a friend of mine is on, it's going on the Virgin right, right now. And I was giving him a little bit of grief about it. I was like, hope you have a better experience than me. But the, the reality is I had a great cruise on Virgin Voyages, even though you will hear me bash that cruise line because I thought they had, they need, they got a lot of work to do in my opinion, but it's still a great cruise. There is no cruise I've been on that I wouldn't go on again. I've never, never had a bad experience on a cruise to the point where I would say that my not having fun outweighed my having fun. But if you're going to give me a choice from what I've experienced, I'm going on a carnival ship. I just am. I mean, I agree with you. I was just trying to, I don't know, give you something to keep going about because <laughs> you can't obviously talk I, on your own. Um, Sean, I have not sailed on princess. I cannot say anything about princess, but I can tell you this. I can tell you this just like, just like we were on Holland America. I suspect princess is a very similar experience that it's a wonderful cruise line. It's amazing food. It's amazing service. It's probably a magnificent, outstanding experience, but they don't have guys burger. They don't have blue iguana and they don't have an alchemy bar. And until they fix those problems, they're not going to be good, as good. They're just not because nothing I have experienced is as good as any of those three things. And I will even throw the other Mardi Gras bar on there. The um, fortune teller on there. Because even that one is superior than to any other bar I have been on on any any cruise ship. Period. So here's the other thing about Carnival is they're usually more affordable. Not always, not a hundred percent of the time, but their prices are hard to beat. Joe has a good point. Holland America's drink package you covers can... Half Moon K. No, no, no. Has no, a drink no, no. package. That you can get a drink yes. package at Half Moon K. So most private islands, the drink package is covered, but Half Moon K is one that drink package that you have on the ship isn't covered there. But with Holland America, Holland America, you can purchase a drink package for. But if you're me, island. if you're me and you're on Half Moon K, you're going to be in the water the entire time and you don't really care. You may have a drink. He also doesn't need more than like two drinks, as you can tell. <laughs> Depending on what those drinks are, yes, that, that could be true. I'm I'm no longer my 21 year old self. So you have one more thing, thing on that list. We need to finish thing. this list. All right, room service is the last thing, and and this is not the greatest one to end on. But look, it's a thing. Room service is a thing, and it's a thing that I forget about, and I feel like a lot of people do forget about it. And and the reason that it made this list is because room service can be awesome. Like. You don't have to get up and deal with the crowd at the buffet. You don't have to get up and get dressed and go out, especially if you have like a balcony on a cruise line like the Holland America cruise line where we had an amazing balcony and we could have, we didn't, but we could have gotten room service and it would have been awesome because you could just sit out there by yourselves, drink your coffee or your tea and have some breakfast and just enjoy the scenery Nice and peaceful, nice and chill, relaxing. Don't forget about room service. Well, and here's the other thing with room service is there's a, a lot of the cruise lines charge for certain things, but I've done it like when there's a really early port and I want like a bagel, that stuff's included. So you can have that delivered first thing in the morning and you can have that coffee and that bagel Um that's included. You don't have to pay for that piece of it. Sean is leaving us to go set up for his live. If you're watching us right now, don't forget down into cruisers on at 10 o'clock. We will try and end around that time, but uh, go check them out down into cruisers. We love them. They're family. Go check them out. Okay. 
Yeah. Is that it? We've covered everything. Did we get any any stuff that we uh we talked about all of it. We talked about all of it. Okay. So let's cut into our cruise creature. Can you can you cover it in 15 minutes? I can do it. Oh yeah, easily. Uh, I know easily. You have 15 <laughs> minutes. I got it. I got it. I got this. <laughs> that was control. my point. No, I got it under control. We're all we're all good. Hit the cruise creature. You gotta, yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh, you're done drinking. <laughs> I haven't even started. This is empty. Okay, for our cruise creature this week, I wanted to touch upon, and it's a shame that Sean's I'm left sorry, us. can I interrupt you real quick? We have a question that is relating to well, our last You just day. did, so yes. <laughs> oh, how do you know what is included in room service? So mm. there's usually a menu that has pricing next to it. And if it doesn't have pricing, it's usually included. Um, the other option is you can usually call and ask. Um, but I've done it in the past where they have like, now this was a few years ago, so I don't know what's changed. But there is like a little card thing that you could hang on your door that had what was included and um, if it wasn't included, it would have a money stuff. Yeah, do a little research before you go on your cruise to find out because that is something that has changed over the years in recent years uh, as to what is included and what is not. Um, I just want to point out that Stacy mentioned something that I thought about adding to this and didn't. And, and so I'm glad that he brought this up. But searching for the ship's coin. Mm -hmm. This can be another fun quest type thing. Find out where the ship's coin is and seek it out. You know, take a picture of it. It, it can be a lot of, of fun. Uh, Kevin is also saying, I like going to the enrichment lectures. Um, you run into a snoozer every now and then, but most are pretty interesting. Kevin, this, this is the thing that could win me over to Holland America and uh, like Princess because I, I like the education. I like to learn. I'm always about, I want to learn new stuff and I want to learn about the culture and I want to learn about the ecology and you don't get that on a carnival cruise. That is a plus for Holland America, a big plus in my eyes. And uh, also I believe and princess does that as well, but the cruise creature, look, I did uh, I did a gator safety class and it, it led me to do a little bit of research that I had had done in the past, but haven't done in a while. And I just wanted to bring things in the, in the context here. This isn't maybe um, the perfect cruise creature as far as cruising goes. However, if you're visiting Florida, this could be relevant. If you're visiting Australia, this could be relevant. And if you're visiting Africa, this could be relevant. So, um, so to put things in perspective, um, what I was doing is looking at how dangerous alligators actually are if you're visiting the state of florida and you're concerned you know it's one of the things you hear when people move to florida they're like oh hurricanes alligators well let me tell you as somebody who's lived in florida for over 20 years um i've had to evacuate partially evacuate for a hurricane twice and neither of them ended up being necessary um as far as alligator goes uh alligators go I will tell you that in the last 21 and three months, um, there have been a total of 192 alligator incidents in the entire range of alligators. In the entire range of alligators. There have been 20, 20 fatalities in 21 years. 20 fatalities. That's not a high number. Your chances of surviving an alligator attack are 90%. Is. Is 90%. Thank you, gra grammar person. That's a pretty good percentage. I figure the next 15 minutes is all you, so I'll throw one <laughs> word here and there. What I'm telling you is this. Um, channels like the Discovery Channel, Animal Planet, they're going to, they're going to, really hone in on how dangerous 
all these animals are. And I am going to be the opposition to that. I am going to hone in on how not dangerous these animals are. Alligators are way less dangerous than uh, almost anything you can imagine. Bees, dogs, deer, all kinds of things. Don't worry about it. You're going to be okay. Now, some of you may wonder, though, how dangerous are other crocodilians of the world? So let's say that you are visiting somewhere where the saltwater crocodiles are, Indonesia, Australia. Overall, in that same amount of time, about 21 years, there have been 1,735 incidents with saltwater crocodiles, 982 fatalities, as opposed to 20. It's a big difference in number, right? Your chances of surviving an attack from a saltwater crocodile, instead of 90%, it's 43%. But here's the good news. That's in places where people still have to do their laundry in the river. They're still swimming in areas where they probably shouldn't be. Um, in Australia... In Australia, people have this impression of Australia as being this super dangerous place to live. In Australia, in the last 21 years and four months, there have been 101 crocodile attacks, 26 fatalities. So your average of surviving is a little bit less than an alligator, 74%, but still 26 fatalities in 21 years. That's pretty good, right? You don't really need to be. Australia is not as dangerous as people think it's it like is. One a year plus a couple twins. Yeah, and 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 now if you go back further in alligators or crocodiles, the numbers actually get better because both of those species were threatened or endangered before that. So it's not going to get worse. It's going to get better. If you go to Africa and you're dealing with Nile crocodiles. Um, now the number is uh, 1,193 attacks in the last 21 years, four months, and or three months. Actually, it's like three months and whatever. I just looked the statistics up, so it's March, whatever. Uh, 839 fatalities. Your odds of, of surviving a Nile crocodile attack is 30%. You don't want to get attacked by a Nile crocodile. A lot of this has to do with um, the fact that you're probably in the middle of nowhere getting attacked by a Nile crocodile while people that live in these areas, they have to go into the rivers to do basic normal life things. And so it's just a part, it's just a normal risk of life. But my point is this, alligators are not that dangerous. Crocodiles are not that dangerous. And, and one of the other things that, that you will find if you look into crocodile and alligator attacks in Australia and uh, North America, the United States, is that most people that are attacked are in Australia, most of them are drunk, apparently, <laughs> that are fatally wounded by crocodiles, doing things that normal sane people would not do. Swimming in areas where they shouldn't be swimming. In the United States, people that are attacked by alligators tend to be either um, in areas where alligators are fed a lot, very elderly, swimming in areas where they shouldn't be or walking where they shouldn't be, walking dogs in areas where they shouldn't be. But even with that said, um, your chances of being actually attacked by an alligator are very, very low. So anyway. Um, that's my little soapbox on how not dangerous alligators are. I feel like all the channels out, all the cable channels out there are trying to emphasize the danger of, of animals in the wild, you know, discovery channel, animal planet, all that garbage. Um, I'm giving you real statistics and telling you that if you look at a cow in a field and you don't run in fear, then you definitely have no reason to be afraid of an alligator in florida did you look up cow statistics i didn't but i'm pretty we talked about that we did i know that dog statistics are worse somebody can look up cow statistics i would bet that on average on average less than one person a year is, is killed by an alligator in the united states i would bet that more than it's a higher percentage of people that are killed by cattle 
or running into deer or definitely bee stings, dogs, things like that, that you're probably not afraid of. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's just my little soapbox for tonight. Yeah, there you go. And my cruise creature. Um, cows are responsible for an average of 20, 20, 22 human deaths each year in the, U- in the U.S. specifically. 22. One versus 22. But how many people talk about, you know, you when you move to Florida or you live in Florida, people are like, oh, you're crazy living down there with hurricanes and alligators. Look at some statistics, people. That's all I'm saying. It's really not that much of a risk. <laughs> and if you follow my rules, here's here are my three rules for alligators. This is the rules that I've been telling people for 20 plus years on alligators. Rule one is stay a safe distance from them. So if you're on the same level surface, stay a good 20, 30 feet away from an alligator. If you're in the water and there's an alligator, get out of the water. If you're on a boardwalk, you're fine. They don't jump up on boardwalks and pull people in. That's only in the movies. It's Hollywood. Um, If you see an alligator, don't touch it. This seems like common sense, but I have these rules because I've seen people break them. Do not touch wild alligators, people. Whether it's this big or eight feet long, if it's eight inches or eight, eight feet long, don't touch it because if it's eight inches long, it's going to make a cry for help for its mother who is nearby. And if it's eight feet long, it doesn't need that help. Um, and finally, and most importantly, do not feed wild alligators because if you feed a wild alligator, you are creating a dangerous alligator and that is not fair to your fellow primates and it is not fair to those reptiles because um those alligators are put to death right so Mm -hmm. that's not right so just don't feed them don't feed them anyway that's my soapbox again um yeah don't touch wild meg says do not touch wild animals as a general rule that i would agree with that i will say this though as somebody who grew up with a passion for reptiles you know i hate to curb the the enthusiasm for that kid to go out and catch the random rat snake and experience that as long as you do it in a respectful way. I don't want to take that away from people, but use your common sense and, and, and keep in mind the, the safety and well-being of the animals. If, if you do that sort of thing. Yes. <laughs> no gator tipping, tripping, tipping, tipping. No like, gator tipping. Like cow tipping? Yes, like cow tipping. Don't tip gators. Their, their center of gravity is much lower, so it won't be very effective. Be more like rolling gators. <laughs> and gator alligators have a, a joint in their legs, and their ankles, I should say, where they can shift that, and they can do what's called a high walk. So you could maybe tip them a little easier, but you're still not. it's not going to work. Which one runs really fast? Um, the fastest crocodile, crocodilian, uh-huh. is, is the Cuban? is a freshwater crocodile what? of Australia. The Cuban's the one that jumps. Cuban crocodiles jump. They have huge back legs. Uh, Look them up. There's like videos and stuff. Freshwater These things are crazy. Yeah, freshwater crocodiles gallop. Uh, they're they're small though. They're like six feet long, so they're not going to bother anybody. But yeah. Yeah, Meg, I used to kept catch newts. They were fun, but should I have? You know what? Yes. I mean, I'm not the person that's going to be like, don't touch anything in the wild because um, if you're doing it in a respectful way and learning about it, you're going to build that respect. And so um, I don't think that I don't think that we need to just ban people from experiencing nature. Uh, but I think that we need to encourage people to do it in a respectful manner. Yeah. My my cousins and I, my grandparents lived in the woods and we used to grab a big five-gallon bucket and go around and catch all the baby toads yeah. and walk around with them and then go go put them back. Well, not we gra- grabbed them from um, the whole yard, but we put them back in one spot. And Which is probably were, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Let your kids experience nature. Let children explore nature in a safe way that's safe for them and safe for the animals and the stress that they 
incur as as the toads that you catch is probably not that significant compared yeah. to the, the lessons that they don't made. let your two-year-old swim with gators. No, that's bad. <laughs> That'll end poorly for everybody. So anyway, that's that's it. That's it. That's that's all I've got on that. All right. You have anything else before so. we no? Go and check out the Down Under Cruisers. If you're watching us live right now, go check out their channel. They're starting right now. And uh, we're probably going to go over there and say hello. And uh, for everybody else, hang out for a minute. We'll be back in, after the credits to talk for a few minutes before we go over there. All right. Well, on that note, it's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. All right, we're back. <laughs> yes, thank you, Kenny. Go check out the Down Under Cruisers um, or hang out with us for a few minutes before we go check out the Down Under Cruisers. And I'm going to have this coffee, cold brew coffee nitro Guinness. Mm. Delicious. What are we talking about? Um, we forgot to do something very important. Let's do that right now. Okay. Where, where are they? Here we are. Todd. Thank you very much, Todd. Sent us these Vegemite and cheese shapes. Vegemite and cheese shapes. That's what they're called. They're little crackers, basically. We have, I have not opened them yet, Todd. I have been struggling not to open these. And I wanted to open them really badly. I'm opening them now. Here's our... ASMR. As we open the crackers, they are very anyway. Um, are you going to try one of these? No, I'm not. Thank you again, Todd. These are let's let's see. They are Vegemite and cheese shapes. Arnott's is the brand. Um, can you find any tasty, any tasty shaped crackers? Is this? I don't know. This is this shaped like one of the. Can you find any? Cassie-shaped crackers. Oh, my God. I don't God. know what that means. Oh, my God. Flavor, you can see. Mm. Aussie Legends, it says. Aussie. Aussie Legends, right? Right there. These are... Do they taste like Vegemite? Mm. Stacy's telling me I should try one. You know what? But oh, I, my God. But These I, are delicious. But I don't like Vegemite. I thought you were okay with Vegemite. I don't like it that much. You have to try See, here's my problem is I finished my water. Mm. So if I don't like it, is it really that good? These are good. Do they taste like Vegemite? They do, but they're not, they're not like, I feel like this is like, like the coffee thing that is, that you still like if you don't like coffee, but you like coffee flavored things. This is like the Vegemite thing you would like if you don't like Vegemite, but you like Vegemite flavored things. Turkey dinner jelly beans. Oh, <laughs> um, they're not bad. Um, I wouldn't personally purchase them and eat them myself. Mm. Um, no, I would. But but I'll eat the one cracker. Mm. These are like if Cheez Its were Vegemite flavored. That's what you've got here. These are wonderful. Thank you, Tom. So, oh. much, so much for that diet. I mean, let's look at the calories here. Oh, it's in Australia. Yeah, you don't know what that means. It's in KCALs, right? Mm. Is that what it's it in is? energy. Oh, that's what I meant. KJ, though, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. 515 KJ. I don't know what it means, but it can't be that bad. It's probably like cheese it. We'll have to uh, bring some on our group cruise with oh us. Oh, my God. These are good. Make everyone else try them, too. Well, if I can't say anything else about Holland <laughs> America, Holland America had Vegemite, like, straight up on the buffet. Mallory said, perfect to convert the Americans. Uh-huh. Yeah. Introduce them to Vegemite without the actual full-on Vegemite. Well, not only that, but most people in America that try Vegemite do it wrong. They put way too much Vegemite on their toast, and it's, it's not that's not right. So they don't get an accurate um, experience. This is yeah, it's uh, it's it's a little more subtle. Yeah, Kevin said kilojoules. So how is that mm. translated into like calories? Oh, I have no idea. I'm not asking you. Mm. <laughs> I know you don't know. I'm yeah. not asking you. <laughs> All right, let's uh, 